Here we are now, with another episode of the Andrew Lake Podcast. If you are a regular listener of the Andrew Lake Podcast, please share your favourite episode, as this will help me find my audience. It will help to find the people who are ready to hear what we are talking about here. And today, I'd like to talk about balancing sex and heart centers. So we're balancing the sex center and the heart center. And this is really important. This is an idea that if you can get it working, it can really open up a lot of things. It can open up your feelings, it can open up your human connection, it can open up how you feel on a day-to-day basis, it can open up your sexuality, it can work out your sexual frustration, it can work out your sexual urges, and all these sorts of things which are so important to get working together. And there's quite a lot to it. This is one of those things that is an ongoing process. And you really at least need to have some understanding of what's going on. And that's what I'd like to explain here today in order to do that. So the sex center and the heart center, they're the two really most powerful parts within your being. They're the most strong. They have the most impact on your essence. And the third component, which we have to address and work with and understand, is the mind. It's the head center. It's that spot right between your forehead. Now, if you don't feel comfortable with this idea of energy centers or chakras, or things like that. Don't worry, because we're not really talking about that. What we're talking about is a practical, down-to-earth, actually, how do we understand this in real, simple ways, without using too much of the religious traditions or words of that nature to do that, or to get that understanding. So you're going to be able to listen along You should be able to listen along to the descriptions I'm giving here and work them out for yourself. But keep in mind that this is what we're working with. The sex center, the heart center, and the mind, or the thinking center. And the aim of the game is to have those balanced. And we'll talk about what that means what it will feel like, what it's like to have those balanced as we go along. And we also need to understand, well, what is it like to have it unbalanced? What is it like to have it, in essence, out of harmony, not working properly, not working in a nice way? So most people would be, I think as adults, pretty clear about their sexual urges, or at least on the surface it would appear to be something quite easy to point out. 
And essentially, when your sex center is activated, well, your sex organ is activated. And you basically, it just basically means you feel horny. And there is a difference between guys and girls on this, because guys have the testosterone much more so than girls. And guys have their organ on the outside of their body rather than on more so on the inside. But essentially, it doesn't matter. Those differences are just sort of by the wayside with what we're talking about because when your sex center is activated, your sex organ is activated. And both guys and girls have a sex organ. Now ask yourself, what happens when you feel horny? What are the descriptions that you can make of your experience? And you'll notice that you can have descriptions which are to do with, well, your general experience and also descriptions of what's happening to your actual sex organ. Now, if it's a guy, if you're a guy, you get a hard-on, which basically means there's more blood going there. It's more active. It also rises in temperature. It also becomes more sensitive on the skin. And all these things sort of are the surface level of what's going on biologically and chemically within all of you because of the sex center, because of the sex organ. Now, when you're talking more generally, you might say, oh, I feel really hot or I feel really edgy or I feel like I've got heaps of energy or I feel really excited. And these are the sort of general descriptions you make about yourself. And you wouldn't say, well, I guess you could say, (laughs) you know, my dick is excited. (laughs) That might be a funny way of talking about it. Or and and you'll notice that some guys, some guys when they're crude, they've got they've got a sort of crude personality to them or a funny personality to them, they do talk about their dick as if it's a separate thing. They say, oh, I need to do something with my dick. Or, oh, I really need to, you know, when they're really horny, they're, they're talking about their dick as if it's something that needs to be satisfied, as if it's something that's got a, it's like their child that has a problem and they need to take care of the child. And that sex center, that organ, whether you're a guy or a girl, has a certain feeling to it when it's active. And how you describe that is essentially how intelligent you are with integrating that feeling. Now, for many of us, at many times in our development, that feeling is overwhelming. And we can't distinguish between the organ and the general sense as well, the general feeling that's going on. It's all just everything, and there's no way to really describe it objectively. There's no way to step back from it. And that would be an example of being too far in the sex center. That's an imbalance between the sex center and the heart center. 
And now let's look at the heart center. Now, in many ways, the heart is similar to the sex organ because look what happens when it gets excited. It beats faster. It has more blood going through it. It becomes hot. It feels more hot. It feels warm. It feels more sensitive. There's more to it. And when, it's, when, it's, when you're centered in it, when it's overwhelming, there's nothing else. There's nothing else going on. It's an arresting experience. It's completely taking over all of your experience and it becomes just the only experience rather than something that is happening to you within a larger experience, a smaller experience within a larger experience. Now the trick is to make sure that we understand that it's okay to be deeply in one center or another. And that's actually part of the balancing. Because there's two ways we can balance the sex center and the heart center. We can say, well, should we have two extremes at different times? Or should we have them both at the same time? And the answer is, well, you actually want to have both evenly at the same time, which means that when your sex organ is active, when your sex center is active, you want to also have the same activity occurring within the heart. You want to have the same feeling of busyness and excitement or arousal within the heart, within the emotional center. And that's why we say, well, good sex is emotional sex. When it's really emotional, it's good sex. Because it involves the heart. It involves the feelings. Now, when you have an imbalance of this, well, you just have an excited dick. You just have a dick that's, that, that's, all, that's all where the party is. It's only contained within that one organ. It doesn't even stretch out to the whole body. And of course, the heart rate does increase to pump blood to the, to the organ. But that doesn't really include the heart itself. It doesn't include the emotions itself. And getting those things to be active equally is the trick to balancing the sex center and the heart center. Now, if we go into the heart center without the sex organ... Well, then that's the, that's the world of emotions. That's the world of feelings. And you can do that. It's very powerful to do that. That means you're doing things like you're crying, or you're getting upset over a movie, or you're getting angry, or you're getting really sad, or you're getting really excited and really happy. And if you have a very active heart center then, well, you've got a lot of emotions. You've got a full range of emotions. And for many guys, well, it's one of those things about men, isn't it? It's like, uh, why can't he just get in touch with his feelings? Why can't he be more sensitive? Why can't he be more like a girl? <laughs> and that's one of the differences between 
men and women is that they're more in touch with their heart. They're more in touch with their feelings because they are more sensitive. And it does work the other way as well. You could say, well, men are more in touch with their sex organ. They're more aware of their sexuality in so many ways. But these, of course, are tricky. Like the, the comparing of men and women is is tricky. We really just want to... We, we only use those examples as sort of anecdotal things that we can sort of pass over because essentially... It's up for it's up to men and women both to balance their sex organ and their emotions and their heart center. Now, what we've got with the mind, with the head center, we could call it, or the thinking center, is very interesting and very important to understand. And essentially, in this culture today, we have pathological imbalances of the head center. There's too much thinking going on. There's too much thought driving our behaviors and our experience. And there's too much, well, there's no other way to put it, but it's mind-fucking. It's just the mind doing its fucking. And it's thinking, 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 faster and faster, over and over again, around and around in circles. And we've all been there. Believe me, we all know what that's like. And so much in our culture today is poised at the mind. The screen culture that we have, the screen-driven culture that we have, feeds the eyes, it feeds the ears, and it feeds the mind. And that is overstimulation of the head center. It's overstimulation of the mind, which means that we become centered there. It means that we spend all our time there. It means that we become all about the mind without really wanting to be. And in fact, there's a lot of resistance to the mind because I think deep down we know that we do too much thinking. I think we know that things are imbalanced. And then we have ways of trying to get away from the screen culture and we realize, well, we're also addicted to it a little bit, depending on who we are and where we're at. We're also not familiar with what it's like to not have the mind center going on and on all day, every day, day in, day out. And this really is a problem. This is a big problem. And it's the root cause of imbalance. It's the mind. The whole reason the the sex center and the heart center is not balanced is because the mind is too much there. The mind is overbalanced. And if we take, for example, porn, take a second to just have a look at what's happening with porn and what's going on with porn. Well, you're looking at a screen and it's going into your eyes. 
and it's giving you an image which is affecting your mind and then that's arousing your sex center. That's arousing your sex organ. And then if you're like many people, well, then you're jerking off. If you're like many guys, you're jerking off. And that is the worst kind of imbalance you can have because you've got this raging mind which is full of all this trash and all this stuff that's going into it and overstimulating it coupled with a closed circle of the energy gate of your hand on your organ. And the real, it's really the case that the mind just sucks the energy out of the sex organ. It doesn't do anything for it. It doesn't help it. It doesn't make it healthy. It doesn't strengthen it. It doesn't do any of that. And worse, even worse than that, it completely bypasses the heart. The heart gets completely left out of the picture. And the heart is the thing that is in touch with feelings and the heart is the thing that needs to balance between the two, which is the mind and the sex organ. And if the heart was active, if the heart was present and you could really sense things from the heart, then when you looked at porn, you would see immediately that there's something wrong with it. You would see immediately that it's not right. You would see immediately that it is causing an imbalance. Because when you sense things from the heart, you're sensing more of the other people. And if you've got an imbalance in your mind and you watch porn, you're going to be thinking, what can I find that can gratify me the most? Where can I find the best porn? How can I as quickly as possible get my rocks off? Just give me, give me, give me, just sucking me, me, me. What can I do that will give me the the biggest heart on the best jerk off? And that's very self-centered. That's very mind-centered. Whereas if you are heart-centered or you have a little bit of an understanding of sensing things from the heart, well, your attitude is more like, what's going on with the people around me? And if I'm okay or something's happening with me, whatever's happening with me, that's one thing, but I also need to take into account the feelings of others around me. And if you have a little bit of that, what will happen is you'll look at the porn, the porn will come on, and you'll look at those actors, and you'll ask yourself, are these people enjoying this? You'll ask yourself, what's happening here? What is going on, really, fundamentally? Because, of course, with all acting and with all screens that are presenting you something, there's this thing that they want you to get, and then there's behind the scenes. So when you go to the movies, you have the movie, which is the story, and they want you to get the story, but then there's what's happening behind the scenes. And that's why these behind the scenes are so fascinating to watch. Behind the scenes, the making of the movies, they're so fascinating to watch because you see the big superhero 
and they're holding some sort of plastic sword and they're surrounded in green screens. And you think, oh, that's the movie that I saw. But when I saw the movie, there were big explosions and giant buildings and all these things over there and they had electricity and all these superpowers and they were flying around and, whoa, now now that I see the behind the scenes, it's just a green screen. It looks so different. Well, I guarantee you the same thing's happening with porn. The same thing is happening on the set that is filming the porn that you are watching. And if you're sensing, well, what is this person feeling? What is this person doing? What's really happening here? You can see through the thing that is being sold to you. You can see through the story that's being sold to you. You can do the same with <laughs> you can do the same with movies. Just don't be that <laughs> I'm getting an image of that guy who's in the who's in the movie and every time something happens he says, "Well, that's not physically possible." Or how is that possible? Or where, where's the plot hole and this sort of thing? It's like, oh, shut up and watch the movie. Just enjoy the movie. <laughs> but in the case of porn, well, it's not a laughing matter. In the case of porn, there's, well, it's a very abusive industry. There's a lot of desperation in that industry. There's a lot of Hurtful relationships, abusive relationships. There's a lot of different power struggles and depression of women and of men. And you can see that it's fake. If you've really had sex, if you really know what sex is like when you're connecting with someone and you're sensitive to them and you're sensing how they feel, and you're going into it with an open heart, porn becomes very lifeless, becomes very draining. And yet that's not the situation we're in, because we're in the situation where we're stuck in our mind. And you do need to come back to the heart in order to have some of the skill of sensing what's happening on the porn screen. It's not enough for me to just tell you. It's not enough for me to just go and get you to try and look for it. You actually have to have a balance of the heart. You have to have a tip back to the heart before you get that sense of skill, that sensing skill, or the skill of that kind of sensing. So one solution would be to stop watching porn. Simply stop it because that will allow your mind to start weaning itself off its overstimulation. And the other thing you can do is to limit your screen time. Limit what your eyeballs have going into them on a pixelated screen because that's all part of it. And even if it's not even if it's not straight up raw porn, if it's not XXXX, well, then there's still a lot of sexuality 
and mind stimulation, even just in mainstream culture, even just in advertising. Now, when you do learn to come back to the heart and you do manage to have your sex organ balance out to the heart, what you have is all three centers with the same amount of energy to them. And I use the word energy for want of a better word. Now, remember what we were saying, what happens when your sex organ is stimulated? Well, it becomes more sensitive, it becomes more hot, and it gets more blood. Now, the same thing occurs through all three centers evenly and equally when you've balanced them. And that's what you're looking for. You're looking for the harmony. And you might think that, well, the whole thing about stimulating one of the centers is to make it as as powerful as possible. You might want it to be the most impact thing that happens on your being. And if you're doing that with your sex organ, well, you just say, just go for the sex, just give everything to the sex organ. And the intuition there is that you want to, well, have a powerful experience. And if that's your attitude, you might think, well, if I balance these, does that mean the sex organ will be less? Does that mean my thinking will be less or my head center will be less? And the answer is no. The answer is that actually when they're balancing, they open up to more. And an imbalance actually stops energy. Inharmony actually chokes centers because it isolates them. So to feel more and to get more out of your centers, you really must be working towards harmony. You really must be working at getting your sex center and your heart and your mind evenly balanced. And the word balance does have a lot of misconceptions around it. Because balance tends to imply that there's no excitement sometimes. And we can complexify this understanding by saying that, well, there's a difference between balance with ecstasy and balance for just having things as mundane because you couldn't really ever get or you couldn't really ever figure out how to have the extremes in balancing all three centers. You couldn't work out how to have the extremes in all three centers in a harmonious way. And they're two, two very different things. You know, some people, some people will say, look, I'm balanced. I don't have extremes. I'm balanced. I have equanimity. Or I've decided not to have ups and downs anymore. I just sit in the middle and that's how I find my balance. Well, what I'm telling you is that that's not exactly right. 
That's not balance. In a sense, it is balance. But it's like I always say when we talk about balance is that, well, you can balance two weights which are even on the two ends of the seesaw. And then you can balance actually two very much greater weights on either end of the seesaw. So a seesaw is balanced just sitting there by itself. Well, I guess it depends on the seesaw. You might say, well, no one end does tip off. But the balance I'm talking about is extreme. The balance I'm talking about is intense. And if I was to sum it up in one word, I would call it ecstasy. And the whole game of, well, finding ecstasy is learning how to navigate the centers so that you can get them balanced together and working well. So that's a few thoughts on balancing the sex center and the heart center. And it is a deep subject. There is a lot to it. There are various methods which are designed at each of the centers. There are different meditations for each of the centers. And there are different exercises and techniques which can be done for coordinating the different centers. And all this goes for whether you've got a partner or not, whether you are having regular sex or not. So there's a lot to it, and we'll be talking more and more about it, and I'll be sharing everything I have with you. So thanks very much for listening, and that's all I have to say for now.